Hello and welcome to the Rev It Up Podcast, helping entrepreneurs fill up their tanks, crank up the RPMs, and put the pedal to the metal until they cross that finish line. Hello, I'm Jess Tiffany. Ready, set, go. Thank you, everybody. This is Jess with the Rev It Up Podcast. Super excited to have you here today. Uh, today, I have the amazing Kylie Foster in the in the, in the the building. Actually, not in the building, but uh, from, from afar, uh, out in Indianapolis. And we're, of course, way up in Minneapolis. But I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much, Jess. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, before we get into things, if, uh, if you could tell people what's the best way to find you uh, if they want to track you down. Sure. Well, again, yeah, I'm Kylie Foster. Uh, of course, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm the managing partner of the Moxie Group, and I'm also an independent sales consultant, but I am on LinkedIn via my personal page and also our company page, which is Moxie, M-O-X-E-E, which is a little bit abnormal. Okay. And, and can you tell the audience a little bit about what you do at the Moxie Group and kind of what your role is? Sure. Um, we are a marketing and consulting firm. So to sum it up pretty simply, we help companies grow, uh, whether that be through marketing platforms or uh, brainstorming with them on the best path forward to take their company from A to Z. And um, that might be initiatives, it might be culture changes, uh, it might be kind of a brand reset. Um, we don't want to be a jack of all trades by any means, um, but we really just like building relationships and um, taking people to the next level. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, relationships certainly are, I would agree, are like the biggest thing out there is, is how do you establish your relationship? How do you start the conversation? And then how do you continue that conversation? And how do you stay top of mind? So that's exactly um, exactly the right steps. And I, I think you totally got, got it down. So what... Um, what would you say maybe is um, kind of what's maybe what's hot and trending in the marketing space right now that you see out there? And, and also maybe if you can go into what you see coming, like what's the kind of the, the near future of, of marketing? That's a great question. Um, it's something you have to have your hand on the pulse of it every day because the, the tools change. Um, when we decided to launch, it wasn't the best time. You know, we've been at this about 90 days and um, launching during a pandemic is very challenging, but it's not impossible. And we found research was the key. Uh, what do businesses need? Um, educating ourselves on how, how has marketing changed? Uh, it used to be uh, these strategic plans and lots of notebooks. And, you know, you have this 25 page uh, binder on, on all your brand standards. And now um, it's a little simpler, uh, but you do have to be very thorough in making sure that every channel, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, even TikTok now, you know, finding out where your target audience is and making sure you're communicating to them consistently and that the content is really speaking to their needs and their interest. And um, we're finding a lot of luck in asking lots of questions and being good listeners and then trying to put um, problems to bed and, and solving those the most economical way that we can. Okay. And, and Kylie, are you more in the um, kind of a couple channel uh, um, methodology or you're kind of uh, more the omnipresent uh, methodology? What kind of, what's your guys' uh, focus on that? We like the omni idea. Um, I would say we're very fluid. 
we're not a company that's going to create a plan and set it and forget it. Um, too often, I think we develop what we believe is a, a successful strategy. And then three months in, we're not getting the results that the company needs. And companies may not change that. We're very fluid. Uh, we believe if something is not working, um, let's change it, let's adapt, um, and let's ask more questions and um, really get out in the field, get some boots on the ground, even though it's a little bit tough these days, um, but really trying to get in front of people and grow that human connection um, so we understand what truly matters um, to the end user um, that we're approaching and, and trying to make it an influence on. Yeah. Then there really is an advantage sometimes of being quick and nimble. Uh, sometimes when you're the behemoth uh, companies out there, it's, 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 you kind of got your, you know, your Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn, and that's all you got. And that's all you're ever going to have in, in, you know, cause that's what your system is. Um, yeah. I kind of like um, the omni-channel approach as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on, I guess I'd say I'm on five, 10 social medias. Most people never even heard of and, um, I just, you know, wherever people are, you know, just, just go after it, you know, it's kind of sure. my philosophy anyway. <laughs> but, um, Is that how you decided to do a podcast or what piqued your interest there? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I just kind of saw that, you know, it's a great way to, you know, set build relationships mm -hmm. and um, it's kind of like what LinkedIn did for me. Um, so my, my struggle was I was trying to get, you know, in touch with these, you know, teachers for one of my other websites, um, uh, which is an education platform. And I couldn't find the right people. And I was like tweeting at them and sent, trying to get them on Facebook. And, you know, they're like, you're not my family member. Who are you? You know? And anyway, when I found LinkedIn, it was like, it was like an aha moment. It was like, I, you know, I could, I could send Oprah an email. In fact, I have sent Oprah an email through LinkedIn. She didn't answer me, but that's not the point, but I could. And, and so you could reach out to the right people um, for, for, cause I do a lot of B2B and stuff like that. So B2B especially, but even B2C, you can reach the right people. So that's anyway, that's uh, it. So anyway, podcasting is kind of like the same thing. It gives you access to, you know, I, I interview pretty, some amazing people like yourself and um, it's just a great uh, venue. So, and, and, and uh, a lot of people listen to them. So, and it's growing. So it's but, growing. Uh, yeah. So we'll have to get you going with podcast eventually, right? I would need a lot of practice. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so um, as you kind of gone along, is there a couple, uh, let's say maybe like what's, uh, a, a, how about a, a failure that you've had in the past that, that, that you feel comfortable sharing with uh, that kind of uh, maybe uh, gave you an aha moment or, or led you to some new discovery? You know, to put it very generically, um, I've had several. I think that's how we learn yep. um, and how you bounce back from those is the most important thing. But throughout my last five or six years on, in the kind of corporate America, um, I found I was with companies who were trying to be the jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. We wanted to be the one stop shop. And what really happened there for us as a company is we were good at a lot of things, but we weren't great. And so when we decided to launch uh, the new company, I said, you know what, we're going to be intentional about who we network with and find experts that can help us. Um, 
I didn't want to be great at everything. I wanted to be great at this bucket of things that we knew we had the skill set to be successful in and then reach out to other experts and let them kind of participate in our journey. So I would encourage anyone who's launching a company, don't feel intimidated by um, I can't do this or I can't. I might be good at creating a website, but I don't know how to be a developer. We'll find someone who can do it for you. Um, you know, it takes a little bit longer to reach some of your financial goals because you are working alongside of people, but it gave me great peace of mind. I know too many times I was disappointed with things that happened in the past because I, I was spread too thin. Um, and now we've kind of taken a different mindset and it seems to be working really well. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I talk uh, I don't, with my family. I don't usually talk about this like in public, but uh, back when I was younger, I just kind of had, you know, a little bit of natural talent, I guess, at certain things, sports, sports. And so, you know, I was in theater and sports and music and, you know, I won all these awards and stuff. And, but the thing was, I always look back now going, you know, what if I would have picked one or two? Could I, instead of being like, you know, the number four best guy in, in the state for XYZ competition, could I have been like the number one, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, of some, in, of some, you know, thing. And I just kind of realized that, you know, um, like you said, spreading yourself too thin, you might be good at a lot of things and that's great. And you might even have some success, but what if you could channel that and then really focus? And, you know, so I, so even when we get back to the Omni channel, we were just talking about, you know, I have all these, you know, fingers and all these different social media platforms, but really I pick one to two, or what I tell people anyway, to focus on one or two that you really get good at. And then the other one that's good to have a presence just so people can discover you, find you, and, you know, have some maybe baseline content there. But, but really, you know, you need to get good at a couple things that you do good. And then, like you said, bring in experts or, or something to take care of the rest. Um, so that's a perfect analogy. I mean, sports is, uh, you know, I played sports in college too. Okay. So I can relate to that. And I think that's exactly, exactly what we're talking about. So yeah. Awesome. Something to think about anyway. Yeah. And what's um, on the flip side, um, what's uh, like a, a success that you've had for a client in the past or, or something that you saw that was working well uh, that uh, you'd like to share with people um, as a good tip? Well, uh, I worked with a company recently on just restructuring, um, just resetting their brand. Um, started simply with the logo and changing a few colors and a font size. And all of a sudden they started getting a little more traction and then adding some personal photos in, which caused a little more engagement and really pulling them outside their comfort zone. Um, that's hard to do for people, um, but you have to be willing to push the boundaries and at the, you know, sitting down to dinner with these um, two individuals, they're like, I never thought, you know, that just these small adjustments along the way, and it's not really moving mountains, right? You're just moving small hills or adjusting slightly, um, and you can have great results from there. So they are um, extremely thrilled with um, what they accomplished out of the investment. And now we have two more, uh, I would call friends. And uh, that's what I love about owning your own company. You really kind of extend your family. Um, you know, they're not just business partners, but they, they become an extension of the people that you care about. Mm. And um, I love that, so. Awesome, that's great. That reminds me a little bit of um, um, Dr. Brian Smith. We helped him uh, run it, uh, do a, 
uh, international, or uh, sorry, uh, Amazon bestseller campaign, and uh, uh, for his book um, Able Lifestyle. But he uh, he he's a chiropractor uh, by trade, and he always talks about incremental changes. And you know, it's it's about going in on a routine, getting you know a little a little crack here, crack 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 crack, and then you know eating a little bit less one day, and then you know, one bite less of this, you know, uh, sugary food that you like, or, you know, just these little, little, little things. But then you look over, you compound that over, you know, three months, six months, nine, you know, a year, whatever it is, um, all that stuff adds up and benefits your long-term health. Um, but it seems, I just think it's like exactly what you kind of said would remind me of that, uh, that incremental at the time right but you just yeah one day at a time so. yeah it's just uh it's amazing how that stuff compounds over time so um hey everybody jess here what if i could help your company find over a hundred thousand dollars in hidden revenue streams in less than an hour without spending an extra dime on advertising or marketing reach out to me at cardzap.thebumpcard.me check out the video on five steps to profit and also reach out and we can have a conversation. Thank you. So say you had a startup um, that you were going to work with. And, um, you know, let's say maybe let's go with a uh, small service uh, company. Um, they're trying to grow. What's maybe a, a one or two things you would suggest to kind of help them start getting to revenue a little faster? Well, um, that's funny you say that. I'm, I'm actually um, just uh, discussing some things with a service uh, company. Okay. And what we did is very simply uh, break down what are you doing that is necessary, mm. what is purposeful, um, and what things are you doing that aren't necessary and that are maybe distracting you from growth. Um, so often I know that you help a lot of LinkedIn people grow and, and get better at what they do. Um, our company is very similar. Uh, you may not need to hire someone full time to come in and handle a particular problem. Uh, it may be a 30 day solution or a six month solution. Um, and so we're just asking them to really break down what their day looks like and get rid of those things that are distractive or that they are not excellent at and let somebody else tackle. Um, you know, so often we don't evaluate uh, where our money is being spent. Yeah. And um, I just, I'm encouraging them to really um, just break down their day and um, talk about the changes we can make and it seems to be working. That's great. Yeah, no, yeah, I, to I totally agree. It's just, um, it, it, and, and, I, and I'm guilty and I think all business owners tend to be guilty of it is we take on too much for ourselves that we should be delegating Yes. Um, you know, and we're spending stuff on like, I was looking the other day, I have, I think I have like four different services that I pay for that have some sort of autoresponder, you know, software built into it. Mm -hmm. Well, do I really need four things that do the same thing? Probably not. Uh, so I'm actually trying, working on personally consolidating a few tools, um, you know, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's kind of a trap you come into because you, because there's this one little piece over here that you need at, at one time for something, some project you're working on. So you, you go get into it, but then you end that project and then you just let it run and you just forget, kind of forget you had that sitting there racking up, you know, 40 bucks a month, you know, for, for six months or whatever, you know, things like that happen a lot uh, in, in companies. Our clients would probably catch that, wouldn't they? And they'd be like, oh, no, 
we didn't work with you this month. We're not going to pay you. Yeah, right, right. But uh, yeah, as the owner of the company using it, it's it just kind of falls through the cracks, you know, if if uh, if you're not paying attention to your uh, statements every month, real in detail. Um, well, you don't want that to zap your energy. I mean, that's my thing. You know, yeah. you do something that you're passionate about. Your passion doesn't pay the bills, unfortunately, but it likely will um, result in uh, something extremely exciting. If you're not passionate about dealing with autopilot type stuff or, um, you know, hire someone who is and everyone has different skill sets and um, they'll probably bring some more energy into your company that you're using um, in, in areas that you don't really have a desire to, to be in. So mm. something to think about. Hey guys, Jess Tiffany here. Hey, don't know if you heard, but we are bringing in three new business coaches right now. The question is, do you have what it takes to become a business coach? Find out. Give us a, a look up on JessTiffanyConsulting.com, JessTiffanyConsulting.com, and let's have a conversation and see if being a business coach might be the right move for you. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Kylie. So what are a couple... Um tips you might have on hiring uh, some new people to work with? Well, I think every industry is different. Um, some require a lot of industry skill, but above all, just bringing on individuals who have this um, cast iron resolve to get things accomplished. Um, we all like to work on the business, but we have to work in the business too. So bringing those people on board who are willing to get dirty with you, but also um, brainstorm on um, innovative ways to make your company the best it can be. Okay. And I know earlier we were talking about some, uh, you'd mentioned uh, something about virtual ambassadors and some people were working um, or hiring those type of folks. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, um, you know, this, again, pandemic has changed um, the way brick and mortars operate. And so we're looking for individuals who can work from home, like you and I are doing today, um, and really stay dedicated and driven to be your virtual ambassador. And what I mean by that is pretend you're putting on the hat, you're putting on the polo, um, you are uh, that representative that um, if the CEO walked in, they'd be proud to have and really having them get ingrained in your company's culture and um, passing that on to everyone that they speak to. And, and those employees um, are very valuable. And um, we're finding several companies are taking advantage of that where you might have stay at home moms or stay at home dads who had difficulty working in the past, uh, but now they have that ability to be flexible and they're excited because uh, they can contribute um, professionally. And uh, a lot of companies are taking advantage of that. Awesome. And um, is there a couple things um, that you'd recommend as far as like um, cleaning things up or, you know, eliminating certain things in the business to allow for, uh, you know, pruning, I guess I would call it. Um, is there uh, any uh, tips on, on how to kind of uh, prune the waste and make sure you're moving forward? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, you know, I think too often we hire people and we provide this job description and then we just tell them to go do it. And then we don't come back and reevaluate or assess, are they really enjoying what they're doing? Um, have you been successful? Just because you were hired in a particular position doesn't mean you have to stay there. Maybe you came on as a business development manager, but 
if your manager asks the right questions, they find out you're not great at that, but maybe you are good with the numbers and you always have your reports on time. Um, maybe something more like a controller you know, would be in your future with the company. And then you keep people and, and eliminate turnover by constantly engaging with them and asking them, what do you love? What do you hate? Um, what would you give away tomorrow if you could? And um, I really just, I think constantly communicating and being engaging with your, with your team is extremely beneficial. Awesome. And just to kind of learn a little bit more about you, um, what's a couple things maybe you're passionate about and, um, um, and maybe a little bit about uh, your, you know, family life working with the pandemic? <laughs> Well, we were laughing earlier before you started recording. I had my dog scraping at the door. I've got someone blowing leaves outside my house. You know, our family is is home. So uh, trying to be respectful of everyone wanting to accomplish goals, you know, is a big deal. But um, I've been in corporate America for, oh, the last 20 years. Uh, I've always seemed to land in a position where building relationships was at the forefront of what I do. Um, I love to communicate. I love to problem solve um, and just finding um, ways to better processes, procedures, people, um, I think is what I'm passionate about. And, and that, re you know, requires a lot of self-evaluation from myself and constantly evaluating what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, um, you know, what can I do to be a better professional and a better person? Okay. And is there like a uh, hobby or anything that's fun for you? Oh, we're, a, we're an avid sports family. Um, so we played college athletics, my husband and I, oh, wow. and our kids are very involved in athletics as well. Um, we try to get on some type of field or court uh, as often as possible. We love to ski, uh, you know, all the things you might imagine, um, and trying to get more invested in reading books and listening to podcasts because it seems to be um, where a lot of information is coming and, and trying to teach um, our kids too, that, you know, you can have information uh, from all different types of sources. So, yeah, always be learning. I try to tell my kids, they, 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 they say, no schools, when school's done, it's done. I'm like, no, no, it's just beginning. <laughs> so awesome. Well, thank you. Um, Again, Kyle, if you could remind people where to find you uh, online and, um, and then we'll uh, get, get uh, wrapped up for the next episode. Sounds great. Again, Kylie Foster, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, our website is www.themoxiegroup.com. And we also have a page on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, all the platforms you might imagine. So just look forward to connecting with you guys and um, learning more about your businesses. Perfect. Well, thank you uh, for being here today. I really appreciate it. And for everybody listening, thanks so much for listening. We, I totally appreciate you uh, listening and um, make sure you like, do the reviews, all that stuff uh, to keep us, uh, keep us in business. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you on the next one. See ya. Thanks.